and jerked her back. "'Hang on, and you'll be all right,' said he. She turned squarely to him at last, and she began to laugh. Those straight eyes of hers, and the childish laugh which flowed and bubbled effortlessly from her lips, pleased him still more. He grinned broadly back at her. "'I was silly,' said she. "'I was thinking of something else when we went crash.' "'Yeah, you'd better watch the road,' said Seaton. They have a bad spill once in a while. He pointed back. That last corner, a fella turned himself over out of a buggy. Heavens, was he hurt? Hurt? Well, you can see for yourself. There's a fifty-foot drop from the edge of the road, and he fell a whole ways. She closed her eyes with a shudder. He was killed then? Killed? He was all spread out. It looked like something had run a crusher over him. You gonna stop off at Claymore? Yes, I live there. Do you? I used to live there. I'm going to try to live there again. Oh, you'll find it easy. Claymore's the finest town in the world. I used to think that way myself. You won't change your mind. My father says he'd rather be here than any other place he knows about, and he's traveled a lot. You live right in town? No, about a mile out. He's got a ranch. On what road? On the valley road. A mile out. Used to be the Benson place along about there. That's the very one. Go on. That's the place. Father bought it. That used to be a mighty good-sized piece of land. Three, four thousand acres, I'd say. It hasn't shrunk much, said the girl. Well, it was worth a pile of money in the old days. Yes, father paid forty an acre for it. Hold on. Forty an acre? Has there been gold or something struck on that? She did not wait for the last of his speech, but answered the first part. She nodded and smiled at him very complacently. Yes, we got the place very cheap. Douglas Walters happens to be a friend of ours, she added with much pride. He nodded in turn. Yeah, said he. You know him? You better believe I know him. He's wonderful, isn't he? said the girl. In her enthusiasm, she had to lean a little toward her traveling companion and give him the full benefit of her smile. He enjoyed this for half a second before he replied, "'I'll say I never knew anybody like Doug Walters.' "'He's so big and handsome,' said the girl. "'He's handsome, and he's big,' assented Seaton gravely. He began to watch her with a narrower curiosity. She was flushed with happiness— and he began to guess why she was so continually smiling at nothing at all. There was a light inside her. She carried, it seemed, an unalterable warmth in her heart. Perhaps Douglas Walters was the source of it. Doug helped you get the Benson place for forty dollars an acre, did he? Yes. We never could have managed it otherwise, I suppose. But he knows just how to do everything. Does he? said Seaton. He had recourse to rolling a cigarette. I guess he's foreman for you now, then. Yes, he runs everything for us. It's wonderful, really. He hires and fires and plans. Uh, Father isn't very practical. You know Douglas for a long time, she added, as though she felt that she had been confiding too much in a stranger and wished to be reassured. Let me see, said Seaton reflectively. I've known him about... Twenty-five years. Gracious, said the girl. 
She clasped her hands together and beamed at him with more friendship than ever. Twenty-five years, she said. What a lot! Yes, it was quite a lot, said Seaton gravely. About the last five years, I haven't seen him. No, not once? No, I've uh, been away. What a pity, said she. He'll be frightfully excited when he hears that I came up on the stage with you, won't he? I think maybe he'll be excited when he hears that I'm back, said Seaton. Of course he will. After five years? Yes, it's quite a stretch. You haven't told me your name. I'm Jim Seaton. I'm Mary Ash. Molly, I should say. Everybody calls me Molly. And you know Douglas so well. He'll be so glad to see you. The smile of Seaton came and went all in a flash. Well, he said, he's going to see me all right. How long have you...